Okay, here we go. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Cherry Wine, and I'm back with another episode of Wine Time. And today I got Brother Jeremy from Life Unplugged Podcast. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, what's up? How are you? I'm doing good. What's going on with you? Good. I'm a, nothing much, you know, just working hard. I'm so happy to be on here. Listen, I got to say this to start before you get into I know we have a lot to go over, but I have to say this to start, okay? I've said this on other podcasts. I've said this on lives that I've done, but Yash, you are the first person that I actually talked to when I started in the podcast community. So I haven't had a chance to tell you face-to-face. So this is nice that we're getting a chance to do this, but I really appreciate it. It was a random Thursday night. I had just started my IG account. I probably had like eight followers or whatever it was. And (laughs) you were doing your Thursday night thing. And you were just like, hey, anybody got any questions? And I just hit you with a couple questions. And you were so gracious, answered everything, spent like way more time than I expected, than I expected you to spend answering those questions. And all the advice you gave me was dead on and helped me to grow my page and my listeners. And, you know, so I've been, it's been crazy since then. It's just been like a You are here doing your thing. You, you know, so I really appreciate it. You out here doing your thing, okay? And the stars aligned for us for you for you to hop on that live that night because after that, yes, foot but on a pedal and you ain't let up since. So kudos to you. And I appreciate you you. for you know showing me some love. You always show me love every day, you know, and vice versa. Always, always um, I appreciate it. I'm glad. I'm really glad that you stepped out on faith because you was a little hesitant. I, I I saw that, but look. I was. Look what you, look what you did. <laughs> look what you did. You out here making noise. I know. Noise. I was. You out here making noise. I was very so. hesitant. You was, <laughs> but you out here making noise. So mm-hmm. look, what see, look what happened when you get out your own way. You see? Yep. Yep. Period. That's it. That's it. Well, since this is your first time on wine time, you know, I yes. got to break the ice, shake the table a little bit. So. Yep. My first question is, well, it's not a question. I want you to give me two truths and a lie. And I'm going to try to guess which one is the lie. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh... Is that oh, hard? Man. All right. <laughs> no, no. I just was, I was trying to think of a good one. But I'll give you just a simple one. All right. So here, oh, I, you have to guess the truth or the lie. I got to guess which right. one is the lie. Okay. Um, all right. One. Okay. The first thing I'll say is I won twenty-five straight basketball games in a two-on-two tournament, mm-hmm. and I played on the same basketball court with Allen Iverson mm-hmm. so those are two those which which one is the truth which one is the lie no you had to give me two truths and a lie oh two truths and a lie 
All right, so you know one of those is a lie. So I know one of them was a lie. <laughs> well, you know what? I ain't even gonna make you think that hard. I'm gonna just say okay. which one is a lie. All right, there um, we go. There we go. I made that way more difficult than it needs to mean, be, but all right. Well, you're from PA, so I'm gonna say that you actually play on the same court as Allen Iverson. That's the truth. I. That is the truth. Yes, See? with Allen Iverson. Yes, with Allen Iverson on the court too. Yep. Period. See. I'm yes, I did. See, look. Okay, one point for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Um, would you rather win a lottery or a ten thousand dollar jackpot at the casino? Oh, the lottery. Period. Uh, yeah, the lot. Well, I'm assuming that the lottery is like millions. You know, the lottery was. Winning. <laughs> yes, I'll take the lottery for sure. Yes, absolutely. And then you could be doing whatever you want to do. Okay. First of all, you probably spend more in the casino anyway absolutely. before you win that ten thousand. Listen, the casino gets your money. They ain't doing nothing but giving it back. <laughs> they like here you go. He go. He go five percent of what you spent. Okay, and they only giving you back a little bit. <laughs> Yep, that's true. So, my last question is more into your podcasting. Okay. What made you start the support series? Because it's really, really dope. And I think that you set the tone for, you know, podcasters with this one right here. So what made you start the support series? Yes. So what made me start the support series was the fact that when I came in, I didn't know anyone, right? So I was like hesitant because, you know, you don't really know, like, I, yeah, I haven't developed any relationships. I didn't really know how it went. You know, I was really going off of the information that you had gave me about trying to engage with people. So I really, like you said, I really stepped out in faith to just say, hey, if I, I wasn't, I wasn't, let me just go back. I wasn't big on social media before I started doing podcasts. So I didn't really know anything about algorithms. I didn't know like how people felt about liking their pictures. I didn't know how people felt about commenting, commenting on their posts. So I was very hesitant. So what I so the support series came in uh, to help newer podcasters come in, right? So I was a little hesitant to say newer podcasters because I wanted to leave it open, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I had reached out to a few more established um, podcasters. And they were like, yeah, I'll check you out. You know, let me see what it's about and I'll get back to you. <laughs> so they, you know, they never got, it's cool. Cause I understand. You know like, how oh, it yeah. Well, now I know how it go. Like I totally understand, you know, because everything is not for everybody and you yeah. can't be on every, you can't be on every show and every platform is just not for you. So, you know, you do need to do your research. So now I realize that because people reach out to me and I'm like, all right, well, let me, let me just listen to a couple of your episodes and let me see what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, I wanted to be a resource for new, just like you were a resource for me. I wanted to be a resource to newer podcasters coming in. So I really searched for people who were like, my episode is about to drop. People that didn't have any episodes out. And I really targeted those individuals to say, hey, I, have, I know you have a new podcast coming out. Do you want to come on? And we could talk about what your podcast is about. And I, I had to do it maybe two or three times. And I, I'll tell you, since the first, like maybe three or four people that I reached out to, I haven't had to reach out to anybody else since. See? 
So it's, you know, so it's worked out. So that's why I just wanted to be a resource for people to come in. And, um, mm-hmm. and then I had, I changed it from podcast support series to support series podcast, because I didn't want it to just be boxed in to just podcasters only. I wanted to be able to bring on other people. So I have, I've been able to bring on directors and actors and rappers oh, and You're doing playwrights and, you know, so it's been, it, it turned out to be good. See, and it, 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 you went, like you said, you stepped outside the box and you reached other people other than podcasters. And that's what makes it so dope because um, the thing about podcasting is that you learn as you go along. You see yeah. what's popping, you see what's not. You see some people, you know, gravitate to some and may not come your way, but it's okay. Because like you said, everything is not for everybody. Yeah. Um, if we was for everybody, then okay <laughs> there you go right exactly you exactly know, not for everybody we're not for everybody and it's okay the, the, we have to focus yeah. on the people that support us and the people right. that wait for other people that want us you know want the content want to listen and everything like that and like i said in these last couple of months look where you look where you came so them podcasters that was already established look and i'm sure you surpassed yeah. some of them well, we all working okay. good together. You know, we all, all right. everybody's progressing, everybody's doing good at their you know, own and, pace. At their own pace, you know what I mean? And and I, I still learn from all of those podcasts because I troll mm-hmm. everybody. Like I take something from everybody, you know, like I'm not I mean, even ashamed to say it. You yeah. know, like because I think that that's how we need to learn. And I hope somebody's looking at me, you know, and doing the same thing that I'm doing or tr- mm-hmm. or taking from what I do because that's the only way that we can really make it make it grow. You know, you gotta learn so. from other. You gotta learn from others as well as your own mistakes. Yep. So and I made no them. point. Yeah, listen, <laughs> we all did, and there's no point of beating yourself up. Listen, you right. chalk it up, take one for the team, and you live to do it another day. Period. That's it. Because that's just how I look at it. But yep. outside of podcasting and being a dad and a husband, what do Jeremy like to do? What's your, so right, what, what do you like to watch on TV? What's your movies? Like, what do you right. like to do? So I am uh, well avid basketball player, right? So my son and I uh, play basketball all the time. Our COVID messed us up a lot. But we were like two to three times a week, my son and I, we're like huge basketball. We play in the same basketball leagues, which I, I'm actually very, that's like kind of a big deal to me because when he was first born, I always said I need to be able to play basketball at least until I'm 43. Because of course at 25, <laughs> I thought 43 was old, right? So, it's and not, then I hit, no. <laughs> right, exactly. And then when I hit 43, I was like, damn it, this is, it's not old. I can still play okay. basketball, right? You your prom. <laughs> Yeah, so we uh, so I, my son and I, we play a lot of basketball together. Um, I love um, crime shows. Like I will binge watch for hours. Like first forty eight, ID. Like I mean, I'm talking popcorn, and be like (laughs) twenty shows back to back. That's what that's what we do. And then um, I would say more personally, um, for just me, I'm working on uh, three things. Uh, Well, I'm a photographer. So anybody that wants to go check out some pictures that I've taken, I'm amateur photographer, uh, JKH underscore photography. The O's are zeros in photography. So that that link is in my bio as well. But yeah, so I'm trying to grow um, a photography business, but of course COVID messed that up. They just messed <laughs> um, up everything. Messed up everything. So uh, so I do photography. 
Uh, I just started working doing voiceovers. So I'm working with the voiceover coach so that I can start doing voiceovers professionally. And then podcasting. That's what I said. I got to use this voice for something, you know, so. So I'm working. So that's like what I'm working. So really, I would say right now, I'm really working on um, trying to create some different streams of income. And um, and then, of course, and then we just as a matter of fact, well, today, I'll just we just got approved for our uh, got our mortgage approval today just came in. So we're going to oh, be buying a house probably, period. you know, so Man, I'm super I'm excited about that. So uh, so, yeah, so we got that going on. So that's really, you know, this today was a good day for that. You know, I was glad to get that call and say, all right, we're moving forward. So probably within the next, well, my wife has a house picked out already, but I, when we got our heart set on something, I'm going to tell you, I think, um, because I just, me and my husband just recently bought a house too in December. Right. And I want to say that he was just like, okay we looking at all these houses, but you find a house that you want. And once my heart was set on the house, yeah. it was, let me tell you something. Reality set in when I couldn't get that house, I was devastated. I was trying everything to get that house and I couldn't right. get it. But you just got to look at it. Is God going to give you the house that you're supposed to have? There you go. And I'm in love with my house that I got. Okay. All right. That's good. I mean, she came with this house. She's like, I want this house. And and then uh, uh, the realtor said, well, hey, well, send me that information on that house that your wife wanted. And I didn't really look closely at it. It's a six-bedroom house. Okay. I'm like, what the heck am I going to do with a six-bedroom house? Listen, you can have a room for your photography stuff. <laughs> you can have a podcast room. She can have a room. She can have how many rooms you want. Listen, she, oh, wanted, man. she picked that house for a reason. Give her that house. I did, so I sent it to the realtor. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, we're okay. we. I mean, we got past the hardest. The hardest part really is you getting, know, getting your your more, <laughs> getting your approval right. Like once you get your approval, it's that's the easy part. So mm-hmm. so yeah. So that's that's me. I'm just a chill guy, Yasha. I just I'm I'm a chill, just laid back guy. I don't be trying to do too much, you know. I mean, listen. At this stage <laughs> of the game, we gotta just enjoy life because yeah. people take it for granted. Some people didn't wake up this morning. Yep. Some more people may not wake up tomorrow, but we got to take advantage of the 24 hours that we get. Yep. And, you know, I used to be a mean person, you know, really mean. Mm. I, well, I still don't like people, but, right. you know, <laughs> but I see life differently now. You know, I'm trying to smile yeah. more, you know, enjoy certain things. Like I was really like closed off and reserved, but okay. you got to appreciate the little things, you know? Yeah. So, you know, this season I'm doing shady shit of the week. And my shady yep. shit got something to do with what you just said about podcasting and learning and maneuvering through Instagram. So I'm going to let you go first and then I'm going to tell you my shady shit. All right. My shady, my shady shit is Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> William O'Neill. I'm calling out names. William O'Neill, J. Edgar Hoover, the FBI, all of them. All of them. All of them. Don't forget him. Yeah. Yes. All of them. Okay. So here's the thing. The FBI is shady. Okay. A hundred percent. And what I figured out, this hit me. This hit me when I was watching this movie. For if if the shoe fit, wear it. Okay. So for, for the reason why white people are so afraid 
of black people. And that's all it is, is because they just afraid that we gonna do the same thing to them that, that they, did, they to did to us. Yeah. So the, the thing is something we, I just wish that we as black people knew our power, the power that we hold, how afraid yeah. they are. We spend so many years being afraid of white people or being afraid of coming out of our comfort zone or going after what we could can do and just really get reaching our fullest potential. And we don't realize that they terrified of us. Yeah. You know, and you know, um, I'm not saying we gotta go through and, and, and kill all the FBI, but we just need to come together. Like mm-hmm. Fred, Fred Hampton wasn't a criminal. Malcolm not X was not a criminal, right? Martin Luther King was not a criminal, okay? Nope. I mean, even Huey, Lew- Huey, Huey P. Lewis, he wasn't a criminal, right? He, they, they taught black pride and they taught black people that, yeah, like you gotta stand up for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like we need to have pride, black is beautiful. It's okay to be black and it's okay to arm yourself. It's a part of the, the uh, constitution. All of the, I just wish that black people realized that so that we could come together and, and, and instead of Will, William O'Neill, that rat, getting Fred Hampton, a 21-year-old brother that was just trying to help out people in the community, instead of him giving, giving them that, he should have took his time for his shadiness that he was doing. Yes. And let because Fred Hampton live his life. Fred at 21. Yeah. You know what he, what he could have done if he would have lived his full life? He, yep. anything that he did, he didn't want anything in return. He was helping the people. That's it. Helping the people. What he said, I'm a revolutionary. Okay. Yep. He is for the people. That's all he wanted to do was help his people at 21. It's 21 year olds out here right now that don't have that mindset. They out here shooting up, banging up, creeping up, ganging up, doing all kinds of shit. If if we had more 21 year olds or more men, period, with the Fred Hammond Hampton mindset, you know where we could be at right now as a people, like you said, we need to stick together. And not for nothing, the FBI couldn't take them down without help from what they had. The brother, they, we, they needed it. Be a, uh, it'd be your own people, be your own people, but it'd you know, be your own chance. people. They had it oh. to get rid of this nigga, and he still slimed his way out of that. Yeah, when they had the him in the car, they should have shot his ass right there and asked no questions. They, Just shot his yeah. ass, it's been done with it. Now, the other the crazy part is the FBI had probably about. 30 informants, but they gave that William O'Neill $300. Like really? And then to see that um, Bobby, I mean, he he eventually committed suicide, which was Mm -hmm. the, which was the, I want to say the corny way out. Face your fucking, face your fucking, you was man enough to do this shit for this money? Come yep. out here and face this shit. So yep. him right there, I was disgusted with him throughout the whole movie. I want to tell you, yeah, I, like, and I, Neil, like yeah. him, I like him as an actor. Yeah, he's a great, he's a good but actor. You I know, like him. Sometimes man. people can play a part so good that you don't like him no more. Yep. I don't like him no more. And as much as I yeah. love him and much as I loved him and Issa in the photograph. I ain't watching it yeah. no more. <laughs> yeah, you're like, nah, I can't take it. Nah, yeah, that's that. That's my shade. I just I watched that. Yeah, no, I feel, yeah, that's my shade this of the week. The FBI, uh, all them informants, them rats out there, 6 9 all of them. Mm-hmm, all right? of them. 
All that's all, all you know all come on just just hey, take your part don't be trying to take somebody else now we got to come what together happens, in the black community what happens to snitches against snitches like seriously they, what happens? people people worry about getting money and they don't that's care all. about that's they all. don't care about the next man like people will sell their soul for a dollar mm. okay uh-huh. they will sell their soul for a click a like uh, a share uh, a view they will okay. sell their soul for that they will go they will go against just for a dollar for some so, clout yep yep everybody clout. trying to they don't want to put the work in and really build up what they got they trying to get it quick you know that's, I'm glad you said that because that's my shady shit this week you don't want to put the work in now yeah. my shady shit this week is Instagram tagging right yep. I don't know if you know or if you heard me say it before but Instagram allows you to tag up to 20 people in a post, right? Yeah, yes, it does. <laughs> so take advantage of that, right? Mm-hmm. It's nobody, if you want participation from your audience, from the crowd, from anybody, take advantage of that. It's nobody's fault that your post is not getting the attention that you expected because it's your job to put the work in, right? You can't get mad at the next person because they got a hundred likes or a hundred comments and you only got two, right? Yep. Now, if you want people to join in your post and it's a discussion post, you have to let them know that this is a discussion post. Question of the day. Hey guys, this is question of the day. You know what I mean? Or, you know, tag the people, point them to the comments. Like you got to work for the results that you want. Now, don't get mad when you're supposed to get 10 likes and two comments because that's your fault. You didn't do it the way you want, that's the way you're supposed to do it. It happens, though. You can't get upset. Like, I could post something today, right now, and it'll get 100 comments depending on what the post is about, right? My next post after that, nobody may not even touch it. It's part of the game. You live and you learn. Some shit people are going to gravitate to, some stuff people not. It's not everybody's cup of tea. So now you know the next time, if you don't want them two likes, don't post the post that's going to get you two likes. Yep. Make it presentable. You have to show these people like, work for what you want. It's all about your presentation, okay? If it's, like I said, if it's a discussion post, make people know that. If it's an episode snippet, let them know, listen, listen to the clip that I got coming soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you have to take advantage of the fact that you could tag 20 people. If you tag 20 people in your post that you posted yesterday, tag 20 different people today. It's your responsibility. Yep. That's what brings traffic to your page. This is yep. a gym. This is a gym right here that I just dropped. You tag just dropped it on. If you tag 20 people a day, yep. it's seven days in a week. That's 140 people that's coming to your page this week. Don't get mad at the ones that's doing it. You either live and you learn or you keep going down the path that you're going down because anybody going to do it for you. Okay? Right. And you know what? Um, I think that uh, the one one thing that this is just what I did is one, you can't be afraid to ask questions. I think that so many people are, are so afraid to say, hey, Yash, like, hey, how did you do that? Or how did you get your graphic? Like, I reach out mm-hmm. to people, Listen. and I'm like, well, hey, how did you how did you do that? And and I haven't had anybody come back to me 
or either not get back to me or be like, nah, I can't tell you that. Like most people are like, oh, this I like I, I reached out to um the, the the two brothers from the Carbon Ops Rawcast, right? Mm-hmm. And I said to them, I said, look, my post is like dry. Like, how are you guys doing? How are you guys doing all of your graphics for your posts? And he hit me with like five different apps that he uses. And I'm like, okay. He's like, you know, some of them are paid and some of them aren't. You know what I mean? So it depends on how fancy you want to get. If you want to invest that $3.99 a month or $5.99 a month or whatever, or if you want the free service. But the point is, is that you got to reach out to people and you got to ask them, how did you do what you're doing? That's the first thing. Second thing is that I stopped looking at likes, right? I let likes, I let likes are like just a guideline to me. If I post something and I get eight likes, then I'm like, okay, then I'm deleting that. I, I'll either delete that post or I know that's not the way to go, right? Mm-hmm. But if I get something, you know, that gets, you know, a hundred likes or gets us, you know, 50 comments or whatever, I'm like, okay, this is what people are vibing on. You mm-hmm. got to just use your likes and shares. and all, You got to use that Instagram algorithm as a guide to how you want to maneuver your page while still staying in the framework of authenticity of who you are. Okay, somebody. <laughs> okay, somebody. You know, so they'll, you don't want to go. You though. And that's the, and see, yeah. in the beginning, I used to let the likes control yeah. me until I had yeah, to learn can. that them, that shit ain't about nothing, okay? It ain't about nothing because, like I said, you can get, I could go down my page right now and I'll probably have a post with a hundred and something comments and it's like six likes on it. Yep. It don't the likes don't mean shit. It's are the people communicating and participating yep. in what you ask. You ain't gotta like shit. Nope. I mean and most people don't. scroll like this. Okay. That's all they do. Cause I do it. Go I'm just like, it. okay, 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 okay. <laughs> you go, move to, on. go to your stats and check and see which <laughs> yeah. ones is popping, which ones is not, and the ones that's yep. not stay stay clear from those because that's not what your audience want to see. I mean yep. It's all a learning process. I'm still learning today too. Yep. It is the algorithm continue and the algorithm continues to change. And it all it all depends. You know, you gotta have a game plan, right? Mm -hmm. I think that that's the the biggest part of podcasting that I had to learn. Like you really have to have a game plan. Like, what is it that you're trying to accomplish? Like as podcasters, to be quite honest, we want listeners. We use our our in our Instagram, our Twitter, Clubhouse, whatever we're using as a way to get listeners absolutely so or if you want if you want the most followers then you need to study the instagram algorithm and understand how to use that but if you want listeners then you need to engage the people that you have Mm -hmm. because if you have a thousand followers then you need to engage the uh, that's a thousand list potential listens okay and in podcast world if you get a regular 1,000 downloads or 1,000 listens, that translates to $100 in re- in monetization if you want to monetize your podcast. So you have to have a game plan to think about what it is that you want to do. So we got to focus on getting these listens and not worried about the likes, but post Thanks. if you post stuff that intrigues people and draws people in, they will go listen. And that's the thing. Are you an Instagrammer or are you a podcaster? Exactly. That's the thing. As you so yep. focus on what's going on on Instagram that you're not focusing on your craft, then it's a yep. problem. Okay? Yep. 
that's my shady that's shit it. this week. Yes. I mean, it's so much shit out here. And and you know, and everybody knows that if I can help you, I'ma help you. Don't yep. throw shade. Don't be shady with me because I'ma throw the yeah. shit right back at you. And that's just on period. I, I will help anybody. Like you say, it's so many things yep. out here. Free listen, Canva is free. You wanna know what the hell I use can- to make my post? Canva. That's what I use. Canva. Yep. I use Canva. I was using Textagram, but I feel like Canva is more of my style. Do I yeah. pay Canva Pro? Absolutely. When I started using Canva, I'm like, oh, if you just unlock this and you could get more, yes, I pay every month. So, yes. Right. And I, it was to the <laughs> point where I was like, you know what? I will even start making people post it. I'm like, no. Anybody do that for me? No. Nobody went crazy and and, nope. and tried to, you know, go above and beyond help me. So, no, I'm not going yeah. to do it. You, either you know, do it or you don't. I'll just say this. I will, one thing that I was a little surprised about because I because I was not into social media prior to doing this, I was really surprised at how people throw like little shots and how people get really offended about their post. Like people are really sensitive about their post, and yes. if you don't, if you if you say a certain thing or if you don't or if comment you don't- or you you didn't tag me or you didn't reshare me or you didn't do this, and I'm like. Whoa, is it really that serious? Like, I never asked anybody to reshare something that I post. Ever, ever. (laughs) Okay, if you do it, you do it. If you do, I appreciate it. If you don't, it's cool. I'm not personally asking nobody. And yes, you build relationships in the community. But sometimes some shit can happen and you don't have certain relationships no more. It's fine. Like, it's really, podcasting is really catty depending on who you affiliate yourself with. Sometimes you got to, Come, you got to come back to the table sometime, reevaluate and remove some folks. It is what it is. I don't want yep. it around me. I want peace. That's it. Like yep. I said, it is what it is. I'm not doing this for nobody but myself. This is for me. Yep. Podcasting is for me and I like it. And if you don't like it, okay, you can scroll past one time. It is what it is. And that's just that's it. Okay. That's it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> um, Today's topic is marriage and getting to know yeah. your mate continuously. Now, mm-hmm. both Jeremy and I are married. I'm sure. I think you've been. We've been married Absolutely. around the same time, or you've been married longer than me. You probably been. I've married probably been married longer than you because yeah. I'm. Pro- I'm probably older than you. I think I'm like ten years older than you. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm old. I'm super old. No. Well, I've been married <laughs> ten years. Oh no, I've been married twenty four. See, no, I've been I've been with my husband this year. It'll be twenty four years, but we've been okay. Married that's 10. I thought. Yeah, you did. That's right. Y'all been married ten, but y'all been together. Okay, so yeah, so we just we yeah. basically the same. I mean, the same amount know. of time. Yeah, right. But we on the same page, damn it. We on the same page here. Yes, <laughs> we on the same page and the same damn Yes. Work. So, yes. <laughs> um, we're gonna discuss getting to know your mate continuously because even though you've been with somebody for so long, people continue yeah. to evolve throughout the years. So you have to learn that new version of your mate. So do you guys still date within your marriage? Oh, important. absolutely. Yes, date, absolutely. Dating is still important. And fucking yes. Corona done messed us all up. So I ain't had a date night and I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you some of the stuff that we've done during COVID, but I'll, but I'll just say uh, dating your mate is very important. It, it is mm-hmm. it is absolutely critical. Uh, and when, so, so I met my wife, I've 
told this story, I feel like a million times, but I met my wife when I was 14. So we, I, I spent, that's, so I spent more time with my wife than I spent with my own brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you know what happens? I talk to my sister every morning. Okay. She lives in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I talk every, we talk every morning, right? Sometimes we don't even have nothing to talk about. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, whatever it is. Every, every morning, every morning during the week, right? And we talk and I'm like, uh, man, nigga, get out of here. Man, you stupid, man. Shut, shut up, live, whatever. You know, that's how we talk to each other, right? And that's what happens in a relationship when you're together long. You start to get comfortable with each other. Mm -hmm. The difference between family is family always give you a pass. They don't, they don't look at it, but when it's your wife is different. So one of the things that I had to learn is that while, yeah, my wife loved me. Yeah, we cool. We go way back. We family. Like I look at my wife as like blood, right? Cause that's, we've been together so long, but she's still a woman. Absolutely. And she, so I had to, and she's my woman and I had to learn that. So what I had to learn to do, I had to learn to do this. I had to learn to look at my wife the way that men on the outside look at her. Oh, okay. Okay, because men on the outside look at her, they're like, she's beautiful. They're like, yeah, they want to get at her too. I'm sure people try to probably slide her DMs and if she go to the supermarket, they trying to talk to her, whatever, you know, but so I had to learn to look at her like that. The same way that I would look at a girl in the street, because obviously, I mean, we still men, you know, you're going to see women or but you gotta you gotta break you gotta you but but i had to apply that to home right mm -hmm. so i had to learn how to do that and you know dating is a key factor to learning how to do that right so like you know my wife doesn't care well not that she doesn't care how much i make she knows how much i make so i can't impress her with that mm -hmm. Right. Like that's not impressed. She already know what kind of car I drive. Right. Okay. She know how I got it. She know how much I put down on it. She already know all that. So, you know, when I'm like, hey, babe, I got a raise. And she's like, OK, yeah, them dishes need to be done or, you know, okay. like, this wall paint. And she don't care about it. Not that she don't care about it. She happy. Yeah, but, because we get the direct deposit, too. OK, you're going to see all of it anyway. So it don't matter. So so uh, I had to. Uh, so dating her, I had to, you know, be creative, you know, um, get fully dressed up right now I'm, I'm just a chill guy like i do this is i like sweatshirts and sweatpants and jeans you know jeans basketball shirts whatever but you know i had to like go out and shop for clothes you know we like to get cute when you gotta match the fly I, exactly so that just was that's just not my thing you know I always make sure it's good. I always make sure I have on a Nike sweatshirt, or I'll you know I mean, make we sure. don't care about that. You know what? Right, I got on, I got on my I got on my AC my uh Air Max nineties. I got a whole stack of those in the house. You know, put but... that on when you take the garbage out. Put that exactly. on when you, <laughs> when you paint. We don't care about all that. Exactly. So I had to like really do what another man would do, mm -hmm. right? Because meeting my wife at such a young age, we didn't date. We had children young. And we didn't date. I didn't have to pick her up. We were living together since we were 17, basically. So I didn't have to date her, really, to get her, right? <laughs> I already had her when she told me she was pregnant. <laughs> she was stuck with me at that point, right? So I had to learn how to do all that, you know, once I, once we, once I got a little bit older. So, so, yeah, so doing the whole thing. Cologne, you know, buying some nice night. jewelry. Yeah, buying some nice jewelry, a nice outfit. I had to do all of those things 
and then you know be creative. It's no more Applebee's. No. Right. So we have a so we have a rule. I have I have it's like a a rule that I I kind of created. When we do a date night, we don't go to any chain restaurants. Okay. No chain restaurants. So with that 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 takes now effort, right? Because now I have to go look for nice establishments that are going to be that that fit her vibe. My wife is an introvert. She don't like a lot of people. She don't like she like you. She don't like people. She don't like Why being around say, people. Y'all sound like <laughs> us. Y'all sound <laughs> <Right>? like us. <laughs> she don't like people. She do not like people. She's like I'm cool. Like so, I, we. I, I'll tell you. I, I don't want to get too too long winded, but we had a. Uh, I took her out on a date night. Uh, when we lived in, actually, we didn't even live in Philly. We still lived out here. And um, I took her to this Italian restaurant. And I had my sister who was single uh, and out dating. That's who I would call my younger sister. Because she was like, wow, you know, she was, guys are taking her out every weekend, right? Oh, she knows. I'm like, not. yo, yeah, I'm like, sis, I need to know. Like, she's like, oh, go to this Italian restaurant. She said, look, they got this wine cellar, right, that you can reserve. And you get a couple wine bottles and you can write your name and they put your name, you know, you can put the bottle up. It's like, you know, candle lit, everything, right? So I paid extra for it, had it reserved. I'm like, cool. We get to the restaurant, there's nobody in the restaurant, right? It's like, it's like one couple in there. So, I, so, so me being logical and reasonable, I'm like, oh, we don't need to pay this extra money for this, this wine cellar room. Let's just sit at a normal table. There's nobody here. She still wanted to sit in the wine cellar. Because that made it special. <laughs> I know, I know. It was so, you know, it, yeah, so doing stuff like that, finding places like that, reaching out to your single friends, you know, saying, hey, what are you doing? How are you taking girls out? Where are you oh, taking them? Please, you know? my, single, my single friends are having us <laughs> in the bar in the city somewhere. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> when they really like a girl, you know, like, when you really like a girl, I'm like, when you're trying to impress a girl, like, where do you take her, like? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, not none don't, don't none of them hood rats that you take it out to make no. out. Don't, don't give me that. Not, like, not, don't take, do not give me suggestions yeah. that you take your $40 yeah, too. Yeah, okay. no, none of them. No, no, no. We need like <laughs> legit like valet parking places, okay? okay? Nice little, so nice what, little dim restaurant with the Kansas lit. Yeah, so dating is very important. And what I've had to do is continue to make sure that in my career, that I grew in my career to where my finances got better over time so that I could do more stuff with her. So mm -hmm. now it's, so now I like, I can afford to go to expensive restaurants. I can afford to go, to, I can afford to get valet parking. I could afford to get a hotel just for overnight or for the weekend, you know, a nice hotel, a suite, whatever. I can afford to do those things, but it started mm -hmm. by just being creative and continuing to date, you know, all along the way. And that was what we did a lot because we still got kids at home. Nobody wants to move out. So right. <laughs> we leave for the weekend. That's what we Yeah, we do we that. Leave. Yep. Yep. So, you know, we were really big on leave for the weekend. And my and my in-laws, my sister-in-laws, they used to be like, why y'all always leaving? Y'all got your own house? Y'all don't understand. So, because our kids is the oldest kid in the family. So, they would be looking like, why y'all always leave now? Y'all got your own place. You don't got to waste money. When they kids started getting older and they'd be like, oh, now we understand why y'all want to leave. Okay. It's a, yes. listen, you got to go, you got to go and unplug yep. and, you know, 
just be with each other because everyday life is the kids work school you know everything is so all up you have to separate yourself from that and just be into one another sometimes because you'll get lost in that because eventually they all gonna move out they all gonna leave and then what y'all gonna have yep and that's that's exactly what happened to us when my daughter got married uh when she got married um man the house was so quiet I can't wait. I mean, it was it was quiet. And my son's still like, so my daughter's 27 and my son is 20. And he still lives at home, but he's never home, right? But when but just my daughter getting married, it was like silence in the house. It was just so know, quiet. The girls is louder than the boys. Yes. And she's, three, she's a pain in the behind. We, yeah. got three girl, <laughs> we got three girls and one boy. Oh, three he, girls. Oh, yeah. He, he's the youngest. And the girls is always the argument. Somebody took their comb. Somebody took your hairbrush. Somebody <laughs> took your hairspray. Somebody took your smell good. Somebody wore your shirt. Somebody got your shoes and they ain't give you back. Like it's always something. Right. Yeah. It's always something. So yeah. I, mean, I, I can imagine how quiet it got when, when, yeah. when she left it. And somebody always on the phone. They on FaceTime, blasting music, loud, <laughs> friends over. Like <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it got so quiet. And then the thing is, um, so yeah, you talk about kids leaving. We we kind of was looking at each other a little bit. What we like, supposed to do right. now? Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like uh, yeah, like uh, hey, how how are you? You know, it was just quite. That was her best friend. You know, it was kind of like who she bounced a lot of stuff off, and now she's stuck with me. So we we kind of had to, you know, it took a couple months to just be like, that's your new normal. Yeah, that's the new normal. You Cause know? she got so, her own house. She got her own man. She got her yep. own house now. Yeah, so. and she ain't look. She ain't think twice. Okay, <laughs> listen. I, I know. I know how she how she feel because once I when I got the keys to my first apartment and my mother was like, "No, you don't have to leave. Wait till you get your furniture." Listen, I'm out. <laughs> Bye. Yep. I got a bed. Yep. Bye. <laughs> so, um. Have you ever had any resentment within your marriage, like being together for so long at a young age? Like you, like we like you. I met my husband when I was fourteen; he was sixteen, and that's it. I never had another boyfriend. I never, you know, had nothing. Like he's just everything. So, and from that, like I never dated. So, if we were to separate, yep. I wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'd be out here like a fish out of water. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, but you know, when when getting into something so young at a young age and you didn't experience life, there tends to be some resentment. And it's normal. I mean, it is yep. what it is. But how did you handle it? Yeah. So absolutely. You're absolutely correct. There's, there's been many times of resentment. Um for various reasons and uh the way that the way the best way that we saw to handle it is that we had to talk about it now that's not easy and i'm not saying that we that we talked about it when it was happening you know we have so many years together that um we we had to figure out how we were going to overcome some of these things because of course she had resentments that happen in life and i've had them and um communication is like the key but the, the thing about communication that people forget is that 
it's a two-way street, right? So Absolutely. it's the person, the person giving the information and then the person receiving the information. So mm -hmm. if you hold or if you holding resentment, you need to talk about it, right? But when you talk about it, I have to receive it. I have to have an open heart to receive it, right? But then you have to feel comfortable with me and safe with me that you can reveal those resentments and that I'm not going to take it personally, mm -hmm. you know? And so we had, that takes time to get that, that, like people, it's, it's marriage is very complex. It's not hard. It's, but it's, but it is complex mm -hmm. in the sense that you have to be able to develop these type of relationship skills with each other to communicate and to not yell at each other. And trust me, there's a lot of yelling and a lot of whatever that to get to that point. All the but time. It, but the way to really overcome resentment and the way that we've overcome it is through talking. So I always knew my wife would say, uh, can we talk as friends? And I'm like, oh Lord. Oh, I like that. I always, yes. I like can we, that. Can, I, can we talk as friends? And I know as soon as she say, can we talk as friends? It's about to be some, some drama. I'm about to be told about myself, right? I mean, so that I was like the drama. demeanor. She just wanna, she about to, she just telling you like, listen, yes. I'm about to get in your ass. <laughs> exactly. And, but, and, and that, that is, well, and that's what I would know. So my demeanor would be defensive right away, mm -hmm. right? So I had to learn like that, that. Because you don't know what know. she's gonna say. Yeah, well, so I had to learn that, right? Mm -hmm. So over, over time, I was able to say, okay, let me listen. Yeah, yeah, let's talk as friends, you know? Yeah, sit down. And, and yeah, now we can get there. But initially, it would always be defensive because what that, mm. what that, let's talk as friends mean, like you say, she about to get in my ass, right, about something. So I got to be okay. like, okay, let me, yeah, I got to take it. So communication is defensive. the key. Yeah, and that's nope. the thing with, and that's the thing with guys. As soon as you hear your woman say we need to talk, you automatically yep. get defensive, and you don't even know she's like, telling you that she caught a sale at the store. You don't even yeah. know. <laughs> you don't even know. Yo. You be automatically, you be automatically eyebrow touching nose, you start tensing yep. up, and it's and look, your arms folded yep. like it is right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like. Puffing and puffing like, like what? Oh, she's like, why are you looking at me like that? I'm like, well, what you want to tell me? You told me that you told me to remind you that you had to talk to me about something earlier. She's like, oh no, I just wanted to tell you. I'm like, oh, okay. See, because you know, sometimes <laughs> we forget so much stuff be going yeah. through our mind. Just remind me that I gotta tell you something. It don't yeah, mean I'm you like, on oh, a chopping block. It don't yeah. mean you on a chopping block, you know? But yes. and that's the thing in, in marriage and when you with, be with someone for a long time, you have to learn to speak their language because everybody's not going to receive it how you're going to receive it. So, yes. you know, you might think it's not um all wild and crazy and it's just, you know, I'm trying a new laundry detergent or yeah. something. Yeah, here right. you go. Here <laughs> you go, mad. What you mad yep. for? Now, now I'm mad. No, he's yes. mad because I bought new yes. laundry detergent. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I have not been there. Serious. I have been there. <laughs> it's not that serious but yeah. you know and that's the thing so to everybody that's listening that's not married or you know want to be married these are the things that you have to look forward to so you should yeah. learn now from the vet <laughs> yes you know, and marriage isn't bad you know it's, it's not, not bad it's I, not I, a bad it gets thing. a bad no it gets a bad rap I know and and I think that um you know, especially for people that are embarking on marriage for the first time and they're older, you know, you start getting into your 30s, 
the pool of people that you're marrying you you like you want to make sure that they're on the same page with you I, I mean you know guys is on some a lot of playing a lot of games girls is playing a lot of games you know you got social media it's so easy to date other people secretly you, really so you got all these dating websites into. you don't really know so it's it's really who, it's, it's really challenging know. yep you don't know who somebody is until they yeah. really show you who they really are because you could be anybody on these sites you right. could be anybody on these dating sites you could be Listen, you could tell a chick that you make six figures and you live in a house on the hill. And yep. You pick her up in the Uber and then you take her back to your grandma house. So you could yep. be anybody until you till they show you who they really are. So it's very important yeah. to like really be out here with your eyes, your ears, everything open because you could get sold a dream out here nowadays. It's so yes. easy. It's so That's easy. crazy. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's time for Ask Wine Time. Okay. And the question today is, why do we have to be forced to love one person? Why does it have to be this way? Yeah. So I think that the fact that that person is, I don't know, I'm assuming someone asked you that question. Is that? Yep, that's the question. Okay. Ask one All right. question. All right, here we go. Here's the problem with that. Um, social media and the World Wide Web has created this false idea uh, and is giving people so many options, right? You can scroll mm-hmm. through an endless amount of pictures. You can swipe left or right for who you want. And you are absolutely, you will absolutely find 10 people that have 10 different qualities that you absolutely love, absolutely. right? So you will absolutely find that and it's hard to find all the qualities that you love in one one person person. right so why are you forced to love one person you're not forced to love one person at all you can love as many people as you want to love but i think that if you want if you want the most quality right people love takes work Mm -hmm. right you can't love something or someone, specifically someone, without getting to know them. So then that begs the question, how long does it take to get to know somebody? Mm-hmm. Well, to really, to really get to know somebody takes time. Now, that doesn't mean that you need to wait 20 years to marry somebody or to, to, to say that you love them. You can have enough information to make an a, a educated decision to say, this person is for me, this person loves me, I love them but it takes time. So that's the problem that social media and everything in this microwave world that we live in, everybody wants things fast. They want money mm-hmm. fast. They want sex fast. They want love fast. That, that, none of that stuff comes fast. That, none of it that lasts a long time comes fast. Money doesn't come fast. Yes, are there sometimes you can be fortunate, be in the right place at the right time and get, you know, get money, you know, get a lump sum of money, maybe someone passes away, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but by and large, it takes time to build up that. It takes time to build up love. So unfortunately, you know, the day and age that we live in makes people feel like, well, why do I gotta be forced to love one person? You know, well, you know, don't you want one person to love you? Is the question That's that true. I would ask. That's you know, true like, because don't you want... if you, to me, I feel like, it has to be some type of connection there. Like the love that you could love anybody you want. The love that I have for my yeah. for my grandmother, 
is different for the love that I have for my man. The love that I have for my kids is different from the love that I have for my mother. So when you say, um, why do we have to love one person? If you have all these different connections with all these different men and women, then what's what's going on there? That's, you know. It's too many, it's too many, it's too many connections. Like, like you said, you probably love equality and man A, that man yep. B don't got, but man B probably love you and only you, but man A, you love man A and he love you, Donna, Carol. <laughs> yeah. So that it's not, at, at, at that point, then it doesn't become love. The reason why we, we and I don't think that we're forced to love one person. I think we choose to love one person. That's the, that's the thing you choose to love. You know, love is a choice. I think I actually made I, I made a post about that. Is you is did. love a choice? And and I absolutely believe that love is a choice. I believe that we decide, we we consciously decide to love a person. We decide to be in a place. There's no one. I'm 45. No one makes me be anywhere. Well, my job made me be here. I mean, but I mean, you know, as far as I mean, but they pay me. They pay me to be. But I mean, as far as relationships, mm-hmm. no one makes me do anything. Like I come home every day to that house you want that to. we're in because I want to be there. The woman that's there, I want her there. She mm-hmm. comes home because she wants to be there. So I think we choose to love, and but when we choose to love, to love her. Or that's how you feel, because I feel like love is a feeling, not a choice. Well, I, well, what I what I mean is, I, I choose to. Yes, I I choose to have that. I feeling. choose to be with you because I want to be with you. But well, but I, I think cannot that, be with you and still love the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> so you ain't gotta come I, home, I, but nigga, your heart here. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> So I do, you know what? So I do, I do believe, I guess it kind of works both ways, right? Like, I think that, I think that you do choose to love someone, right? I, I don't, because I don't, I think it is a choice to love someone. And I think it's a choice to, to be with them too. And to, you know, maybe it's kind of works hand in hand, but I do think that you choose to love someone and it is a feeling, right? Like it is a feeling you allow, because, and this is the way, the reason I say that, too. It, because you have to, open up yourself to receive love and to give love so you have to choose to do that and some for some of us that's harder than others depending on how we were raised what our background is what if we've been through any kind of trauma so we have to choose to let go of different things of baggage in order to receive love and to give love so that's why I say that that, you talking that's why (laughs) that's why that's why I say love is a choice because you have to make so many you know, you have to do so many things to open yourself up to, to get love and to give love. So, you know, you know, you don't have to love one person, but I, I'd rather be loved by one person. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I and think get that, all that person's love. and get all that person's love because multiple people can, can, can want you and, you know, might say that they love you, but their attention will always be divided. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, you know, to each his own i know that there's all different types of relationships out there and you know whatever works for whoever is good but i just think that your, your attention is always divided how, how do you if how do you you know you 
you don't know, how, how can you ever really trust somebody when you know that they love other people too? It's too much and it's, it's too much. It's so dangerous. It's too much You're and asking it's for it. I mean, yep. you just got to be ready. If you live in that way, you got to be ready with the with the outcome. You got to be ready yeah. for the outcome. You got to be ready for whatever comes your way with that. Because yeah. like I said, that, that shit, that's dangerous. That's a yeah. dangerous it, life to live. And it takes a little bit of, you know, it takes trust, right? Mm-hmm. It takes trust because we have to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the scariest part of love that, that, you, love is about trusting another person it's really not about you it's really about mm-hmm. trusting uh, trusting another person to handle your feelings your heart with care and your life you have to have, and your life right your life mm-hmm. like you like you're trusting that that person is is, is going to do treat you right you know and that doesn't mean that a relationship has to be perfect and people make mistakes and you know because lord knows i'm not perfect right but you know, you have to be, you have to trust, right? Like you just have to trust that. So it takes a level of that. And and here's the question. I always tell my wife, like you, you, I would never know if I, if I, if she didn't want me to know how, how would I know if she was messing around on me? How, like, how would you, how do you You really know? know. You don't really know. And that's a conversation for another day because y'all tell yourself, women don't. I, I always say this, as, as long as a man doesn't change his pattern, he could, he could have an affair forever. Sure. But yeah, we always you. change our, we always change our pattern. Slow. We always change our pattern, right? So it just gets, <laughs> just sloppy. <laughs> we get, so we get so sloppy. So, um, yeah. but we have to, tr- like, there's no way we wouldn't know. So, so a part of love is trusting the process yeah. and, and trusting that person. And you know, and, and you're not gonna have all the answers. Never, never. So, never so that's why. Answers. So, so that's why I always say that love is more than a feeling; it's a choice because you're choosing to to accept the unknown. Yeah. Along with along with the known. And right? a whole and bunch of not, and, and everything and, in between. And everything in between, right? Because <laughs> we don't know the answers for everything. We we're not gonna know. So you know. We just have to, that's, it's just a part of it. We have to have that trust in, and just, and just go with it. I mean, you know. And if and it, it works, if it works good, if it doesn't, that's okay too. You know, you pick yourself up. And live. Dust yourself live off. And you just move on. And, and you should absolutely love again. I mean, it's a learning experience <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But I don't think I could love again. Yes, you could. I yes, you think could. I can do. I ain't got another two I, three in me. Well, let me tell you this. I'll tell you what my <laughs> wife said to me just just recently. She said this to me. This is the first time she ever said this to me. I, and then it's probably because she's getting older. But she used to always say, "I'll." She would say the same thing. I'll never get married again. I'll never get never married again. again. I'll never get married again. And but she made a good comment. She said, "You know what?" She said, "I always used to say I'd never get married again." She said, I, "I'm I'm going to stop saying that." She said because I believe at my age. I trust myself to make a good decision. Period, sis. Okay. So I, so she's not, you know, she's like, I'm not saying I will or I want, she's just saying that I'm not going to block something. I, I trust myself to make a good, solid decision to to be in a relationship if I if that were ever the case. Oh, she's and I said, growing. She's growing. 
She's a girl. I looked at I said, really? All I said was, really? You going to get married again? That's it. Like, oh, you mad. Oh, you mad. <laughs> yeah, that. now I'm mad. I'm like, really? Oh, you going to get married again now? You mad about that. She get married again and she's going to keep your ring. <laughs> yeah, she's going to keep my ring. And she got and two yes, rings from me because I bought her another one. And yes, it's bedroom house. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Oh, man. she ain't going nowhere now. Oh, man. <laughs> This has been really, really fun. Yes. We gotta do it again. I gotta come on your show now. Oh yes, definitely. But definitely. now is the time for you to tell my audience where to find you, where to listen. Drop all your social medias, everything you got. Just your time. Go. Okay. All right. First and foremost, season one of the Life Unplugged podcast has just ended with a part one and part two breakdown of the movie American Skin. We did. I did a collab with the Y'all Ain't Easy podcast and a collab with the Smoke and Word podcast. So Y'all and Easy was part one, Smoke and Word was part two. So we really, we got into some deep conversation about the movie and about the reality of police brutality and police interaction with Black men. And we all told our stories of our interactions with Black men. So definitely go listen to the last two episodes. Season two will be starting back up on April 4th. And season two is all about telling inspirational stories giving motivation and helping people live their best life. We're going to have guests uh, such as a young lady who suffered a traumatic brain injury when she was about 17 years old. She had to learn how to do everything all over again. Um, we have a gentleman who uh, has a, pro, a, a organization called Path of Potential. I'm actually getting ready to interview him right now for season two um, as soon as we're done. He's all about helping people find their purpose in life and living their best life through health, through mental stability, through anxiety. And, um, you know, we have people who I have guests that have gone through domestic violence. They're going to tell their stories and how they overcame those things. So we have a lot of stuff. It's all about just just spreading love, inspiration and motivation. Um, If you want to just stay up to date on when all of those things are going to be happening, you can find me at Life Unplugged underscore podcast on Instagram at Life Unplugged pod underscore one on Twitter. And I'm on Clubhouse as well, at Life Unplugged. I think that's everything. <laughs> Period. And I can't wait for season two because I feel like I'm a, you know, relate to a couple of those episodes. Yeah. And I definitely want to listen to um, the Mr. That's Finding People Purposes out here because, you know, I love that type of stuff. I be reading, yeah. um, what's his name? Joe Osteen. He got a book. Okay. You find your purpose. I, I read it already, but I still go back and read it out of highlight and made notes, everything, because it helps me. So right. I can't That's wait to good. listen to that. I cannot wait. Yes. Good stuff coming. Yes. Yes, I'm super excited. Hey, look, and, uh, look, look, look what that one live did. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> That's it. That. Yes, this is you. This is you. Okay. This is the product of you you giving off your good energy and helping people. And it just gave me the motivation to keep going. And I I, I still use a lot of the stuff that you said, you know, to do. And um it's been working. So I appreciate you again. I know I said it in the beginning, but I do appreciate you know, I'm always checking out, watching, watching what you're doing. And you know, you have some dope topics. And I would use like you want. I, I filled out the paperwork. I was like, all right, let me see. Like, where are we going with this? <laughs> oh, you know, no. See, and that's the thing. People be a little iffy. Like, wait, because 
She gonna put yeah. her on the chopping block. Nah, I have real life conversations too. It ain't always yeah. about the fuck shit. We have fun, right. but we get real serious too. I mean, weird. don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. I'll be listening. I'll be like, oh, oh. Dude, I can't okay. that. What? Because people, some people can relate to a little of everything. They don't want to say yeah. it, but listen, okay? Right. And then some people be like, I can't. When we finish recording, it's like, oh, I can't believe I just sat up here and told you all my business. You don't even know you telling me. Your you don't even know it, right? Exactly. Yes, no, it's all please. good. I appreciate it's it. A, Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no, I'm I appreciate glad. it. Thank you so much for having me on, and I'll definitely be, you know, be reaching out to you um, to come on, and and you know, I'll, and I'll have some questions for you. Oh, and I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna be present. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, y'all, y'all already know it's your girl, Cherry One, and catch me next time with another episode. Bye. Bye. Yeah, let's pour some Cherry Wine. Everything's good, everything's fine. Yeah, yeah, we bring it every time. Yeah, pour a little Cherry Wine. Yeah. Hey, yo, Salah. Yeah, I think they know the time. Everything's good, everything's fine. Yeah, you pour a little cherry wine. Yeah. Life is good. Life is good.